Hey there, everybody. Matt here, welcoming you into one more episode of the Inspired Incompetence podcast. I just wanted to take a quick moment off the top here to remind everyone that we are smack dab in the middle of our art contest for the year that runs until November 17th, 2023, which is four weeks from the release date of this episode. If you have any artwork you would like to submit related to the Tyrant's Grasp AP, our old Skull and Shackles AP, our War for the Crown playthrough, anything that you can feasibly relate to our podcast, send it in, submit it. We will put it up for entry in the art contest and the winner, on top of being crowned the Tyrant of Art will win a mini spellbook courtesy of Elderwood Academy, as well as a set of LR Power Dice preloaded in the book. If that sounds like something you're interested in, then go ahead and submit your artwork to us either at our email at inspiredincompetence at gmail.com or through any of our social media pages, uh, Twitter, Discord, uh, Facebook, we're all on there. And yeah, get those in by November 17th and you will be entered. But yeah, that's enough for me. Let's get into the action today. This is episode 139. Put your foot in the ground and stand up. Welcome back to Inspired Incompetence, with 50% more sound than Bargain Brand podcasts. How's everybody oh, doing? Oh, yeah. You hear all that sound? Put Dude, that so back. Sound. We have Inspired Incompetence oh, at home. <laughs> 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 the Inspired Incompetence at home. Okay, so you guys were kicking and screaming. You didn't want to come here, but here we are at the Blue Gardens of Talil. Mariana made you go. And I know you, you hate her for it, but turns out she was right, and there's bad people here. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there were guards that... Oh, yeah, people in air quotes so far. It's just been some weirwoods. Also, we don't really know that they're oh. bad. We kind of oh, just I'm showed sorry. up and attacked them. Yeah. <laughs> weirwoods, uh, a sentient race, not people. Yeah, well, we know at? these ones were specifically constructed for this purpose. Oh, okay. So you're saying that just because they were bred in captivity, that that makes them lesser. No, it makes them something to be pitied. And we pity them by putting them down. Yeah. With no no words exchanged. Uh, and no remorse shown. No remorse shown. Um, meanwhile, I like to imagine, like, back at Coatl Station, Coatl uh, Stadium, uh, that that cool bard that met you guys that was like, I'm itching to fight with you guys again. Like next time there's some action, you let, <laughs> you let uh, Bartolo know. Oh, yeah. And here you are fucking shit up at the blue gardens of Tilo. And he's just like, I'm so fucking bored. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to that guy? We never went and got him. <laughs> he's just, yeah. He's just playing with his dick. We should, do, we should dimension door and go get him. Worthy use of our time. 
Um, yeah, so you arrived at Blue Gardens of Tula. You haven't gone inside yet. You are inside of the like the perimeter fence where there's this enormous courtyard uh, that's got these three big gardens with all these plants. One of them looks like there's no plants, but maybe they're just not sprouted yet. Then there's these three greenhouses. And you know that in the southern greenhouse, there's a big old moss golem that came out and Tia Blith took control of it for a little bit, but that only lasted a couple rounds uh, before he lost control. The moss golem went back on the attack, but everybody kind of played keep away until the moss golem was like, fine. And he just kind of gate, like he just got bored, grabbed his shit and went back to his greenhouse. <laughs> and you fought, I think, four werewoods, and you killed three of them, and the fourth one you couldn't quite kill before he ran inside after seeing that you had taken control of the moss golem. Uh, he ran inside the Blue Gardens of Tilil, and as you were uh, exploring this little shed off to the side, and Thalias found... Uh, pretty cool looking uh, scepter uh, you notice that the Blue Gardens of Talil has had activated some sort of alert, some sort of alarm the bioluminescent plants that are growing outside that like, it's during the day so it's not causing like a whole lot of illumination but you can still see that there's a faint glow to them they are now glowing extra bright and like flashing in a distressing pattern and uh, you can hear uh, a muffled like eh, eh, eh coming from inside the building. But with that, anybody who wants to identify this staff, I guess give it to Tiablith or make a spellcraft check. Well, it depends. Do we want to wait the minute for me to do it or just try to go spellcraft and get it quicker? I'll spellcraft it. Yeah, why not? Spellcraft it. All right. 34. 19. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, stand back. Uhtred's here with Spellcraft. So Uhtred and Tiablith uh, have each identified this as a staff of earth and stone. This staff is topped with a fist-sized emerald that gleams with smoldering power. It allows the use of the following spells. Uh, move earth, uh, which uses up one charge. Uh, move earth is a six-level druid and sorcerer wizard spell. Uh, it moves dirt, uh, clay, loam, sand, and soil, possibly collapsing Im embankments, moving hillocks, shifting dunes, and so forth. In no event can rock formations be collapsed or moved. The area to be affected determines the casting time. For every 150 foot square up to 10 feet deep, casting takes 10 minutes. The maximum area, 750 feet by 750 feet, takes 4 hours and 10 minutes to move. This spell does not violently break the surface of the ground. Instead, it creates wave-like crests and troughs, with the earth reacting with glacial fluidity until the desired result is achieved. Trees, structures, rock formations, and such are mostly unaffected except for changes in elevation and relative topography. This spell cannot be used for tunneling and is generally too slow to trap or bury creatures. Its primary use is for digging or filling moats or for adjusting terrain contours before a battle. This spell has no effect on earth creatures. Uh, so that is the first spell, move earth, one charge. Uh, the other spell is pass wall. This is a fifth level uh, sorcerer wizard spell, also one charge. 
Uh, you create a passage through a wooden, plaster, or stone wall, but not through metal or other harder materials. The passage is 10 feet deep, plus an additional 5 feet deep per 3 caster levels above 9th. Uh, the caster level of this staff is 11th, so 5 feet deep. If the wall's thickness is more than the depth of the passage created, then a single pass wall spell simply makes a niche or short tunnel. Several pass wall spells can then form a continuing passage to breach very thick walls. When pass wall ends, creatures within the passage are ejected out to the nearest exit. If someone dispels the pass wall or you dismiss it, creatures in the passage are ejected out the far exit, if there is one, or out the sole exit, if there is only one. Uh, this is a standard action to cast. It is a duration of one hour per level. So, nine hours. Alright. So, not a bad, uh, like, just kind of camp out in this out-of-sight little tunnel spell in a pinch. Those are the two spells in this staff. I'm gonna roll... Uh... I'm gonna roll a d8 plus two to determine how many charges are currently stored in this staff, because it is used as a sort of guarding, gardening implement at the, uh... At the Blue Gardens. Um, Alright, so I got a two. So there are four charges currently in this staff. But yeah, uh, what do you guys do? The The door to the southern greenhouse is still open, and you can see the moss golem. It doesn't seem like it's like just like standing erect, but instead looks like it's like kind of settled and currently looks like a... just like a giant mound of vegetation and plant matter. But you get the feeling that uh, it's is ready to spring into action at a moment's notice. And the door is open. Um, well, if we got an alarm going off, that might mean that there's something coming out after us, or at the very least they're going to be prepped for us when we get in there. So should we try and deal with this moss golem before we go in, or just hope it doesn't come after us again? <laughs> What stopped it from coming after us? You had taken control of it, and then... Lack of targets. Everyone's invisible except Teoblith. Oh. And Teoblith is, like, up in the air. The first time it came after you, the uh, one of the werewoods opened the door and, like, let it out. And then mm-hmm. it just kind of... It kind of it just came out and started uh, going after you guys before getting taken over by Teoblith. So how I about one of you invisible... How about one of you invisible folks go just close that greenhouse door? Okay, that's smart. Sure. Um, as an invisible folk, I nominate um, our genus. <laughs> oh, uh, it's uh, quite an honor. Uh, of course, uh, my liege. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Patronizing <Stop>. me. <laughs> and he goes to uh, close the door. All right, our genus uh, approaches the greenhouse. Now that you're like right up next to it, I'm just going to fully uncover it. Not that there's anything else to really see, uh, but when you get closer to it, you can see more clearly inside. This greenhouse contains several varieties of mosses and a large heap of vines, moss, and wood, which you know is the moss golem. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much all that you see in there, and you slowly close the door, and nothing seems to happen. All right. You know closing the door isn't going to keep that thing in there right (laughs) no but it'll possibly keep it from detecting where stuff is that it needs to go fight it it seemed to have like a kind of a programmed area like it was guarding the garden outside area 
So once it had no more targets in this garden, it just went back to its station. So if it doesn't see a threat, hopefully it'll just stay there. All right, now what? There is a door. Uh, so the building itself is kind of an upside down L shape, uh, like points points down, goes up, or like goes north, and then 90 degree turn points east. There's an entrance on the eastern end, which is facing the greenhouses that our genus is currently standing in front of. Um, the rest of you guys are kind of like in that like empty space that's making the corner uh, inside the L between the gardens and the shed. Uh, and you know that farther to the southwest on the far south end of the greenhouse is another entrance. You know that the Weirwood uh, fled through the uh, the eastern entrance. Well, we got one door right here to to the on the south side. So, start with what we can see, right? Yep. So yeah, I say we go to that one, and one of the uh, invisible boys goes first. Our genus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not this time, boss. <laughs> oh, you got demoted from liege to boss. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Friggin' guy. Yeah, oh, wait until you wait until the next demotion. <laughs> nah, son. <laughs> nah, son. <laughs> not your buddy guy. <laughs> um. All right. I will lead the charge. I am invisible, right? I'm greaterly invisible, if I recall. Well, that was only one round per level. I don't know how long it's been. Oh, it couldn't have been that long. I'd say between the searching of that shed, the identifying of that staff, uh, going up and closing that door, and like I know this is kind of a... Uh, there's a lot of unknowns in this scenario, so you guys are kind of like treading lightly, but I'm going to kind of translate that a little bit onto your PCs. Uh, obviously not a, a one-to-one ratio, but I'm going to say it's probably been a minute and a half since that combat ended. Uh-oh. So, so you're not no even invisible. I'm not even invisible. Should I be invisible? It feels like I should be. I think our genus had greater invisibility too, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm back to visibility. Uh, I guess I got to open the door then. <laughs> Uhtred uh, goes up and opens the door I cast uh, greater invisibility can't send a Thalias to do an Uhtred job <laughs> you don't, you don't want to wait until the combat starts no that's when you don't want to no, they, no, they see you, you and then they're like it's your fourth level spell slots <laughs> <laughs> okay so Uhtred invisibly opens the door and you see that you are at essentially a three-way intersection well four-way if you count the doorway that you're in so you've got the doorway that goes south that you are standing in and then immediately to the left is a hallway that goes west straight ahead is a hallway that goes north and then there's kind of like a like kind of like a kitty corner like northeast of you that looks like it's got another like upside down backwards L-shaped room south of that between that and the southern wall that uh, of this building 
there's another hallway that goes to the west. Northern hallway looks like it's about 60 feet before it gets to the far wall, at which point there is, looks like there's another three-way intersection that goes left and right, and then to the north is a door. To the west, hallway goes about 60 feet before it also branches uh, north and south. And to the right, hallway goes about 50 feet before it uh, just turns 90 degrees north to the left. Northwest of you, there is a uh, a room with a door, and the door on this room uh, is like just covered in all of these uh, like vines and knots, and it just looks like a very like like gnarly door. Uh, you're not sure what's going on with that. Um, the hallway that goes north, uh, almost before it gets to the end, there's another door that goes into a room to the uh, to the right. And you see another door uh, to your northeast in that kitty corner. And in addition to that, you see two creatures. Uh, one is all the way to your uh, east, to your right. And you see you see a, a man in a mask. And he's like wearing these like flowy, silky clothes. Ooh. All the way to the north. You see uh, what could be the very same werewood that ran inside, uh, and he is like at the very end of that hallway. Uh, the werewood had its attention focused to the east, perhaps on the door that it ran in through, which at this point would be like if you went all the way down that hall, all the way up that hallway to the north, and then took a right. Perhaps at the end of that hallway would be the door that leads you back outside. Uh, or there could be other stuff uh, you don't know. But they both had their attention, perhaps on that door. Uh, but then when you open the door, they turn their attention towards you. And in the moment that you open the door, you get the feeling that they cannot see you, but they are aware that the door has been opened. Ooh, I'm a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um... The man, uh, 40 feet to your east, he looks like he's pretty on guard, and he says, Why don't you stop hiding behind that invisibility and tell us what you want? And in the, like, in the time that you've, like, entered and said, like, ooh, I'm a ghost, uh, two more people come around the corner from, uh, uh, the east that were to the north of the man who just spoke. And these people look like they are, uh, they, they are also wearing masks, uh, and these masks are, like, very, like, like Day of the Dead-style masks, and they are wearing, uh, they're also wearing, like, flowy clothes, but they're, uh, they look to be, uh, pretty physically fit, and they have these, like, strange, uh, wood and stone clubs, uh, slung over their backs. Uh, these people also do not appear to be able to see you. But yeah, so this man, uh... This man says, why don't you stop hiding behind that invisibility and tell us what you want? Well, no, I quite think I will keep hiding behind it. But as far as what I want, as far as what I want, I want Marina's soul sight goggles and the removal of Mbarno as chief scientist. And the second part isn't really what I want. That's more on the orders of the High Council of Yoli's Pond. Uh, let me ask what everybody else is doing. So, Uhtred is invisible, so unless you have a way of seeing invisibility, you would not have been able to see him, but you would have been able to see the door open, 
And then you would have just faintly heard him saying, ooh, I'm a ghost. And then it sounds like there's some kind of dialogue coming from inside. My first inclination is to hear that there's ghosts and uh, run the other way. But when I realized it's Uhtred who said that, I decided to back him up. I'll enter and then just go a tile to the left inside the door and take a... Take my own look at the situation here. Okay. Uh, Tubeth will kind of like like I like I don't want to say sneak, but like carefully walk his way up to the door and just peek around to get a lay of the land from what he can see without fully just entering. Sure. Uh, you you would be able to see this werewood at the north end of the hallway, but you wouldn't be able to see the other people talking. Thalias, when you enter, you see pretty much everything Uhtred sees, since you're completely inside. Uh, mm-hmm. In addition to these two people coming around the corner, uh, in the time of this dialogue, uh, the Werewood uh, all the way to the north has advanced ten feet, just kind of cautiously, and you see another person uh, enter from the west around that corner all the way to the north. Uh, he looks to be wearing this uh, same sort of uh, silky flowy clothes as the person who's been talking to Uhtred. Hmm. Okay, and this guy here is obviously a weirwood. Is does everyone else appear to be human? Yes. Uh our genius is gonna make the bold decision uh to his uh to go inside. Just strides in visibly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Kinda like... Wait, are you are you invisible? You're not invisible? No, I'm not invisible. Just uh, walking like I own the place. Well, hey, I work here, or at least I'm starting sometime this week. My application. I put my application in at least. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Why the hostility, guys? Oh my god! Our After we've already killed Legend. three of their guards. <laughs> yeah, at that the werewood like points his spear at you, and he says, "He says you're with those other intruders that came and destroyed the other guards and took control of the moss golem." <laughs> Uh, oh, well, to be fair, we uh, we just placed the moss golem back into its cage. Don't uh, tell them that, you oh, idiot. Uh, well, I'm sorry, it's dead. Uh, He's perfectly operational. <laughs> just summon him. <laughs> he would be a great asset to the fight we're about to have. Uh, but uh, 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 on the on the other hand, uh, it seems like uh, there's a, a certain amount of uh, weirwoods uh, that are coming into Yoli's pan. That is causing quite a stir. Uh, on top of that, uh, we've been sent here, as Uhtred said, for soul glasses. We don't want any sort of trouble, but we want to see what's going on and then potentially have trouble. <laughs> Wonderful. Really good. The Fucking legend. One of the one of the like fit looking guys with the club he like rubs his chin he says so one of their names is Uhtred yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I noticed uh, that too he can't well, help but just drop right? it he comes in and he just says all the names that he knows Umble and Thute sent me <laughs> yeah uh, right. you could never use uh, Tom as a field agent <laughs> seriously <laughs> while Arginus is talking Teolith's just going to step forward five feet and like, reach out to Thalias' shovel and give it a uh, human bane. Oh, there's oh, Uhtred right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? I, I figure if our genus is going to dox Uhtred, the next best thing is to make it seem like Uhtred's somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 
Teoblith, uh, he walks in and he, from the perspective of these people, seems to just like, his hand glows for a second, he reaches out and he just touches empty air. Uh, and they all kind of tense up and they're like, they're like, all right, if, if you if you just want to have a discussion, then you better stop all that funny business. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, of course. Uh, it's just that you also tend to have long spears. It's just... Oh, I'm sorry. We're just defending our research facility. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of defending you're doing by sending weirwoods into Yoli's Pan to cause chaos. I have no idea what you're talking about. He's telling you the truth, though. Perhaps there's more going on here than you are aware of. Or perhaps you're mistaken. You come here and you start trouble with no, without announcing yourselves. We're trying to work. We're trying to save the city. Oh, no, so bang up job. So are we. Uh, yeah, we're we're trying to uh, join. Uh, jo- join with you then. We're, we're we're allies in that. You've done a great job of showing it so far. Well, I mean, there wasn't much dialogue happening in the beginning. <laughs> you, the Warwood uh, says, uh, you can say that again. Well, I mean, you come at us. We, I mean, we're just going to react, right? Uh, it's only, um, uh, Warewood of us to do so. React with lethal force. Yes, how altruistic of you. We popped in and you acted with lethal force, so we uh, we we applied. We're doing our jobs. <laughs> you are unannounced and unknown. We are here on behalf of the High Council of Yulispand to remove Umbarno from his office. Are you going to stand in our way, or are you going to get out of it? But again, more importantly, we want those soul psych goggles. Umbarno's more like half to kind of do. Umbarno wants to save this city more than anyone else. So if you want him gone, then how could we possibly think that your that your intentions are optimistic, are benevolent? Uh, uh, can we uh, can we restart here? <laughs> what has Umbarno done that you Tiba want him gone so bad? <laughs> oh, you what? That's that's enough conversation. These guys aren't listening, and we've got a job to do. Teal with fires uh, a shot. Are they not uh, listening? I think they're yeah, confused. They were... Yeah. But fire, fire away. I mean, I'm not... Uh, I don't yeah. think we're the ones that have to be super fearful at this moment. All right. Uh, Teoblith, uh Yeah, no, I'm not going to give a surprise round because everybody is ready for combat to start. So everybody roll initiative. You sure you don't want to give a surprise round? I think they I'm were pretty surprised. Positive. But, I mean, no. how about you give them a surprise round? I mean, <laughs> I could. I, I'm on board for that. Anybody has a surprise round, so I'm on board with any combination of surprise rounding. Uh, right, because you get a you get a move in any surprise round. Oh, <laughs> I see what you're getting. That's at. genius. Real tricksy. <laughs> now I know I usually, uh, when it comes to initiative, I usually pair all of the like creatures up into one initiative, but I'm gonna change it up today. And I think I'm going to have everybody have their own initiative. Teobleth. 12. Okay, Utrin. 14. Thalias. 11. Arginus. Uh, a 5. What's your modifier? Uh. Okay. First up is the Werewood who sees Teobleth go, oh, fuck this, and draw his, uh, draw his bow 
ready to attack him. He's gonna fucking charge straight at Teoblith and end with a short spear thrust. And that's going to be a 42 to hit. Doesn't it provoke before his attack go off? You're all flat-footed. Yeah, actually 44 to hit because it's charge. Yeah, that hits. You're going to take 17 points of damage. Ouch. Oh, so I take 12 and the ablative barrier takes 5. I keep forgetting I have that and it's so nice. Next up is the uh, green fighter-looking guy right here. He's going to move 30 feet to the west, end his movement to the north of the Werewood and adjacent to our genus, and he ends his movement with like a sliding tackle attempting to trip. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but really quick, my Iajutsu, Iajutsu, uh, Akenzai can make an attack of opportunities when flat-footed and may draw his favored weapon as a free action as part of taking as as part of taking attack of opportunity. Okay. Uh, so you would have so you would have gotten an attack of opportunity off on the Werewood, or if you felt like saving it, you could have done it on the the fighter. Real quick, let me just make sure. I thought I could make attack of opportunities up to, yep, uh, an 11th level can make a number of attack of opportunities in a round equal to his intelligence modifier. Okay, so you get both. Uh, so against the Werewood, that's against his flat-footed minus two because you're invisible, but you will have broken that with that attack. Okay, first one's going to be a 33. That'll hit. Okay. That's going to be 22 slashing damage. Okay. Would that have changed the fighter's tactic, seeing Uhtred pop out there? Yeah. So yeah, he would have run over to trip Uhtred instead, but he would have turned that into a charge. So uh, so that would have been a 30 versus your flat-footed CMD. Flat-footed CMD? Yeah, that, that would hit. All right, so uh, you are tripped, and that will provoke from both the... Uh, the werewood and the uh, the human. What will provoke? He being tripped? I thought it was a provoke on standing up. He has greater trip, so when you are tripped by him, uh, you provoke. Ah, really? Yep. So that is a 34 to hit from the uh, werewood short spear. Uh, do I have penalties? You're flat-footed. Uh, yeah, that hits. Okay. Uh, okay, that's 17 damage to Uhtred from the short spear, and the guy who who tripped you, on his movement he actually draws that uh, that big like wooded, wood and stone club, uh, and this is a weapon called, uh, I think this is pronounced Terbuchi? If he swings at that, I'm, swings that at me, I'm going to take an immediate action. You can't while you're flat-footed. Oh, it's like a sawtooth club. Yeah, it's like a cricket bat, but it's just filled with all these spikes. Oh, a, a, a quinsalatl or something like that? Well, it's it's not... It's spelled like that's definitely not what it's called, but, uh, I mean, maybe that's another word for it. It's spelled T-E-R-B-U-T-J-E, which I think is pronounced Terbuchi. But anyway, uh, here we go with the attack of opportunity. That's going to be a 30 versus your flat-footed AC. 
If only Uhtred hadn't fired his bow. Uh, I didn't, so... Well, the guy you called Uhtred did. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> and technically, I didn't fire my bow yet. That's true. Uh, that's going to be 20 points of damage. All right. Up next is Uhtred. You are currently prone. Um, if I try and stand up, they have combat reflexes. They get more another... If, the, if they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. if they do. But... When they're making those new attack of opportunities, that would be against my full AC, right? I wouldn't be considered It would be your full AC, but it would be your prone AC, so they'd get a plus four on their attack rolls. But yes, you would not be flat-footed. Okay. Um, so I, I heard in, uh, like an interview where guys were talking about this one UFC fighter and how he was like, yeah, Brazilian jiu-jitsu doesn't work because, like, you just put your foot in the ground and you stand up. Like, that's all you do to beat it. So, uh, yeah, Uhtred's going to put his foot in the ground (laughs) and he's just going to stand up. All right. (laughs) Fact check that later. (laughs) (laughs) And either these guys do not have combat expertise or they're holding out. Uh, because neither of them take an attack of opportunity as Uhtred stands up. Um, the standing up was my standard action, correct? Move. I am going to cast defensively uh, Mirror Image. Nice. I'm assuming you cannot fail that concentration no. check. It's a second level spell, right? Yeah. It's too good for a second level spell. Actually, the concentration check is different when you're in combat, right? You get a plus four bonus if you have combat casting. And then, like, Mage, I have, like, a whole other set of bonuses for casting defensively. Yeah, but the DC is 15 plus double the spell level, so it's a DC 19 concentration check. Yeah, we're good. Concentration's at a 22. I was just making sure I didn't have, like, that 1%. So I think it's a D4 plus 5, the max is 7 images. The max is 8 images, and I think it's D4 plus 4. I'll take all 8 anyways. He maxes it, okay. Woo! She creates 4 mirror images. 8 mirror images, yes. Excuse me. Alright, up next is the man who first started talking. Uh, this yellow... Uh, yellow icon uh, this man in the flowing silky clothes Uh, he's gonna five foot step northwest I know that partially puts him in this building but fuck tyrants grass maps Uh, there's like a little sliver of a square to the south here so we can just pretend everything shifted up a little bit and he's going to cast a spell Uh, I think Uhtred and Teoblith would both recognize this automatically as chain lightning and Arginus, Uhtred, and Teoblith are going to need to give me reflex saves. Who's the primary target? As the instigating assailant, I think Teoblith will be the primary target. Okay. So Arginus and Uhtred have the DCs lowered by two for them. I'm going to use a hero point to re-roll that because I don't like that 22. I was thinking about it too. You got 22 too? All right, I'll join Matt. I'm going to re-roll mine. That's better. That's a 31. Yeah, much better. That's a 34. I'm going to keep mine as a 19. 
Well, Arginus failed his reflex save, but Uhtred and Teoblith passed, and I believe Uhtred has uh, evasion. Okay, here we go. So the spell deals 46 points of damage. Teoblith will take 23. Uh, Uhtred will take 0, and Arginus takes the full 46. God, fuck. And now it's Teoblith's turn. Okay. Teoblith is going to float back five feet. Let me stop you right there. Because the Werewood uses his step-up feet to follow you five feet. Uh, yeah, go ahead. All right. Well, I'm still going to plug four, uh, four arrows into him. All right. Uh, with deadly aim. If he had combat reflexes, then you'd be sorry. Yeah, probably. If... If you made that attack of opportunity on Uhtred, I probably wouldn't be going through with this attack. Um, but I will use a uh, Sudden Insight focus ability to give myself plus seven on the first attack. Oh! Uh, so that's a natural 20 on the first attack. Oh yeah! Poor, poor guy. That's going to be a 32 to confirm. That confirms. Alright. We got ourselves a fan crit. Fuck yeah. From the one, the only, Lord Richter. Ah, jeez, here we go. <laughs> I thought there was like eight of that guy. <laughs> this is called Hit Him With The Power Dice. Triple damage. Oh, boy. Yes! So, you're, so that's going to be four times crit on a multi-shot? Yeah. But I think only one of the two arrows crits. It doesn't crit the whole thing. That's you are correct, works. but... <laughs> that's that's not much of a saving grace for this guy. <laughs> oh, man. I so... Mama. <laughs> oh, man. I, all right, so we got... He's got DR2, so you better watch the fuck out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's got 18 and 6. That's 24. Another 18 and 6, another 24, that's 48, plus 29 is 77, plus another 12 is 89 damage, and I need to roll another uh, d8 plus 10. What? boy. <laughs> so that's uh, 105 damage from the first shot. From the first shot, he says. Yeah. Point blank, those arrows just splinter this werewood apart. <laughs> All right. Well, next two are going for the only other guy I can see, the presumed mage at the end of the hallway. Gulp. Second shot is a 36 to hit. Yeah, that hits. And that's 17 damage there. And the last shot is another natural 20. Gulp. With a 30 to confirm. That confirms. Wait, hold on a second. I gotta make two concealment checks. I see invisibility, if that matters. He's got blur. Oh. So, 20% concealment. Uh, tell me where you want it. Lows are a miss, so 1 to 20 is a miss. Alright, so this is for the non-crit. 37. Alright. And a 19 Mother for the crit. Fucker. Go fuck oh yourself. God. Oh. <laughs> God damn. Uh, and he's too far away for echolocation to matter. Oh, that's true. Okay. 
God damn it. Oh, that's rough. And that one arrow that did hit, it looks like it kind of forced its way through some weird, like, barrier uh, that was maybe giving him some temporary hit points. And then it, it still struck him, but it looks like it really lost a lot of inertia before it got him. Okay, so that was Teoblith's turn. Next up is the orange fighter, and he's going to he's going to charge up and try to trip Utrid. Okay, that's the other end of the spectrum, and we're looking at 45 versus your CMD. How is that the other end of the spectrum? The other guy hit really... Okay, he rolled like shit the first time. Well, the, the other guy, I think, got a 30 versus your CMD. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess his end of the... Sp- his spectrum is just all on the high end. I'm going to use that immediate action this time. Okay. Uh, just bear in mind, a shield bonus to AC will not increase your CMD. I Yeah, I said I'm using the... I'm u- Ah, I see why. Yeah, I'm not using an immediate action to do that. I'm using an immediate action to use my Ether Step spell. All right, so he runs over and he goes for that sliding tackle that got you last time, but you go, nope, and you slip into the ethereal plane. Um, All right, so now we are doing Thalias, who's just been very just polite and quiet and not bothering anybody this entire time. Yeah, but that's about to change. All right. Uh, You've got Human Bane on your shovel. Yeah, I don't think I can get to anyone, though. I guess I could use a double move. Two guys right here. Oh, yeah, there. Oh, I've seen right by that guy. Yeah, all right. I walk up and blast that guy right in the face with my shovel. You could charge him and blast him real good. Yeah, why not? I'm do you, do your champion charge. Flies charges yeah. ten, 10 feet to his east and attacks the fighter who initially tripped Uhtred. And shovel time. Come on, green. Okay. Is that 32 to hit? The 32 will hit his flat-footed AC minus two. Oh, yeah. This guy's in trouble. Uh, 36 plus six acid. Plus another 2d6 bane. Oh, yes. That's right. It's a seven bane. All right. That really conked him good. And you're, you're, you've are you're got greater invisibility right now, right? Oh, yeah. Well, attack two is a 29. That'll hit. Okay. For 34 damage, three acid, and... Oh. Two bane. <laughs> okay. Nice clean 90 damage. Not too shabby. Uh, it is now the turn of the uh, the caster that Teoblith, uh hit with an arrow. And yeah, I think he's just going to chain lightning too. And yeah, Teoblith's going to be the primary target again. So, Uhtred, Arginus, and Teoblith. Uh, Uhtred's in the ethereal plane right now, so just Arginus and Teoblith. All right. Okay. I'm going to use a danger sight as an immediate action. Give myself a plus seven on this. All right. What are we looking at with reflex saves? I'm going to use my uh, the luck bonus from the four-leaf clover. What is that? Smart two? move. Uh, I think you get the clover is two, two and the horseshoe's four. Yeah. I think I already used the horseshoe today. Yeah. So Teoblith got a 26. Glad I used that focus point. Uh, 26. Okay. Uh, you both pass, and you will take half damage. And oh, the chain lightning dealt 50 damage, so take 25. Oh Ow. I haven't even gone yet, and I'm, like, <laughs> dying. Yeah. This this, is this was a, a, this horrible. This is a rough start. 
to a combat. Uh, Tia was uh, blinking red too. It looks like. Oh yes, I am. Uh, and then after that, he is going to uh, move uh, to the west, out of sight. And now it's Arginus's turn. You know, <laughs> Arginus was like, kind of. For a moment, he was stoked on like, oh, okay, we're having a conversation. Maybe we can like get somewhere. Getting blasted like six seconds later by two different uh, lightning effects, and like now you know how, how everybody this... felt when Viper was around. <laughs> You're not wrong. I didn't You're start not wrong. Half of that. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. The uh, this is like. Horrible. So our genius is going to take a five foot step uh, diagonally back. Still in all shock, but I, I guess he's going to be like disintegrate on the um, on the mage uh, way across. All right. He's going to have soft cover. So that's uh, plus four to his touch AC. So wait. You're disintegrating. Uh, because you're firing cover. through uh, other creatures. So there's like, there's people in the way. So go ahead, give me a ranged touch attack. Uh, a 10. Oof, that's rough. Yeah, you're telling me. 10 will miss. Yeah, I presume. All right. So now we are back to the top of initiative. Weirwood's dead. Uhtred is still in the ethereal plane. So technically, uh, this is an open spot, too. Because I'm not just invisible. I'm literally not in this spot at the moment. That is true. I think Green is going to try to just trip this invisible guy that's wailing on him. It's a 32 versus your CMD. Uh, my CMD? I'm invisible. How's he CMD and me? He's gonna, he'll have a 50% chance to miss if he beats oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My CMD is 28. All right. You want highs or lows? Highs. So highs, he fails. Yeah. 81. All right. Uh, trip number two. Not against me, though. Absolutely against you. Ugh. Full trip attack. Don't you need, like, a, a feed or something to make uh, multiple CMBs in a round? Nope. Trips oh. are... You can replace an attack roll with a trip, but not all combat maneuvers have yeah, that. Yeah, grapple's not like that. Yeah, grapple, bull rush... Uh, so that's going to be a 25 versus your CMD. Ah, nope. Not enough. <laughs> it clanks on like your uh, shin guard, your metal shin guard. <laughs> I mean, all all, was that? all Fly's had to do is put his feet down and stand up, and that just beat this guy. That's uh, what I'm telling you, man. That's how you beat <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu. You put your foot in the ground and you stand up. All right, uh, and that brings us to Uhtred, who uh, reappears on the material plane. Uh, and you can only move on your turn. Yep. And I think what I'll do is just take a five-foot step, and I will end up above, like, north of the... These are not werewolves, right? They're humans? They're humans, not beasts. Humans? <laughs> you are no beast, you are man. And, yeah, that's that's my turn. Okay. I, I, I always get so excited to run a spellcaster but then like in practice i'm just like oh my god there's so many fucking spells and shit <laughs> so many freaking <laughs> options yeah yeah especially in this kind of a fight okay uh now 
Uh, it is the yellow caster's turn. He's going to five foot step south, uh, southwest. He's going to cast Aqueous Orb and attempt to catch Uhtred in it. All right, so let's see. Aqueous Orb, create a rolling sphere of churning water that can engulf those it strikes. This is a 10-foot diameter sphere. Any creature in the path of the Aqueous Orb takes 2d6 points of non-lethal damage. Successful reflex save negates this damage, but a larger, smaller creature that fails its save must succeed on a second save or be engulfed by the Aqueous Orb and carried along with it. So, Uhtred, uh, go ahead and give me a reflex save. I will use a plus two from the Cloverleaf for this. All right. 26. Okay. Uh, you successfully avoid getting uh, caught up in the aqueous orb, and you don't take any non-lethal damage. And Tiablith, you're up. Those chain lightnings fucking hurt. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm going to do something about it. Have energy shield focus ability. Okay. Yes, I'm gonna use do a swift action to give myself an energy shield. No, I'm not, because I used an immediate action on the save against the lightning, so I can't do that. So instead, give it to all of us. You're not all in touch range. Ah. Now, Tibles is gonna five foot step back behind the wall here and cast a cure serious on himself. Okay. Perfect. From my perspective, this is Tia Blith bouncing out of another combat. <laughs> <laughs> Mark it. Count it. Ugh. Ooh. 18. That's real rough. That one, is... two, one on the 3d8s. Who taught That's you that spell, Elias? Right? Jeez. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, that's it. All right, up next is Elias. Perfect. I just start wailing on this dude. <laughs> okay. Full attack action. All right. And I'm getting my champion attack this time. 38. 38 hits. Of course it does. 26 plus 1 acid plus uh, 6 bane. Uh, 39 to hit. Obviously hits. 34 hold on, hold on, hold damage. On, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Try to keep up, Alex. I'm trying to do damage here. Continue. 34 damage plus 4 acid plus 11 bane. Ooh, baby. And if he's still alive, I got warmer where that came from. He is not with that. He he gets, like, smacked right in the face with, with your shovel, and he just goes, like, spinning like a top as he uh, topples over and uh, lands on the ground dead. And I do have one more attack. I can throw it at that uh, guy right next to him, right? And of you course. could five foot step to get and, in the flanking position now. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I want. Uh, so that's a forty to hit for thirty six damage, one acid, and come on, Bane, five Bane. All right. Yeah, he uh, he didn't appreciate that, and neither did the guy who's now dead. Mm. All right, it is. Uh, well, it's that guy's turn. Uh, he's first going to. Attempt to trip Uhtred. That's a 38 versus your CMD. Yep. I forgot this last time when I used the Ether Step, but uh, I have eight mirrors up. Ah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to roll a D10 and ignore the 10, and a 1 is Uhtred. I got a 1. <laughs> that's uh, the bad number. Yep. So you trip and provoke just based on the order of operations of like when you provoke from standing up you're still considered prone 
uh, when you provoke from being tripped, uh, I'm not going to consider you prone yet. Uh, then I'll use a, I will use a arcana point to boost that. Okay. Uh, and he, uh, he swings at you for 31 to nope. hit. Okay. Uh, but you are prone and then he's going to spin around and try to trip Thalias. 35 versus your CMD. Oh no, I'm tripped. Well, let's uh, roll for concealment. Oh, true. Highs. All right. 33. Hooray. And after that, he's going to five foot step to the west and uh, put himself just south of that pillar. Wait, 33? Is that good or bad? That's bad bad for you. Because last time we did. Yeah, that's bad for me, right? Yes, so Thalias is also tripped. Ah, dang. Yeah, he trips both of you and then he kind of does a. He like trip. Spin, trip, and then he just kind of backflips out of his uh, out of his flanked position as that five foot step. Freaky guy. All right, so now it is the pink caster's turn, and you know what? I think he's going to send. Mm, I don't think he would know that Tealith was outside. Yeah, he would just see Tealith not standing in the doorway. He wouldn't have any idea where he went. Yeah, I was going to say he's going to send the acid pit like to outside and maybe like have a 50-50 shot of what what side of the door the pit was skewing, but he doesn't know that you're out there anyway. I mean, please do that. Um, I'm flying. <laughs> yeah, but he can't see you. Yeah, so he's going to he's going around that corner and he just doesn't really like this positioning. So instead, he's going yeah, to He's not alone. <laughs> <laughs> So instead, he's gonna just—he's gonna take a potion out, and on his next turn, he may drink it. And now it's Arginus's turn. Honestly, Arginus is gonna do the same. Uh, he's got a potion of cure moderate, uh, and he's gonna use it. <laughs> okay. Uh, or is he? That's two d eight plus three. No, instead he's gonna do greater invisibility. All right. And he's going to take that five foot step back up so that way he uh, yeah so that way he the orange spellcaster doesn't have a line on him <laughs> oh like if or like if the yellow one tries to do like a lightning bolt he's aiming where he was not where he is exactly yeah <sighs> okay all right so that brings us back to the top initiative uh which is now utrid all right how do we do this, boys? We stick our foot in the ground and we stand. <laughs> up. Come on, I, you guys gotta be like we've been going over this all night. I need quicker responses than that. Like, how do we do this? Oh, right. Watch who trip. You gotta he, specify what this is. He sticks I his foot known. in the ground. He stands up, and uh, I assume this guy is gonna take an attack of opportunity. He would if he had one. Great. Uh, that was my move action, correct? Yep. Now, what happens if I end my turn in this thing, this water? Uh, good question. Um, there's nothing that, uh, outlines that, so I think you're fine. Wait, so this thing just is done? It was a one-time? Well, it's got more to, it'll have more to do on the caster's turn, but by the end of your turn, you won't need to worry about it. Don't we know we, we identified the spell? Yeah, so uh, 
like so on the caster's turn he can you know like redirect it at and at that point you know you'll need to do like reflex saves like you did last turn so Uhtred sticks his foot in the ground he stands up that's his move action he's gonna take a second move action in place of his standard action and he's gonna fucking march his way right over and park himself face to face with this spellcaster I assume he'll take the uh attack of opportunity but fuck that just stick your foot in the ground and go where you want <laughs> <laughs> yeah he won't take his attack of opportunity because he knows his he knows it's fruitless because your feet are stuck in the ground <laughs> okay so without casting a spell uh this caster that you just squared off against uh just blinks out of existence like it seems it almost seems like he like squeezes into like a fold in space like to his west and in an instant he reappears down the hallway to the west like to the west of our genus like on the other side of the battlefield i take it that wasn't a spell then correct so it did not provoke and as a move action he's going to direct the aqueous orb to let's see, you can move thirty feet around. I think it said. Yep, up to thirty feet per round. That is just enough movement. So it moves ten feet south. Re- uh, Thalys, I need a reflex save. Ah, oh, come off of it. You know that's my bad one. Twenty. Twenty. Why do I have a plus nine? That can't be right. I don't know. Uh, but a twenty will make it. Oh no, so that is my <laughs> that is my reflex save. Perfect. All right. And then it's going to move to the east and end its turn occupying the same space as Uhtred, who needs to give me another reflex save. Uh, I'll use another plus two from the clover. It's a 28 reflex save. Okay, Uhtred also saves. And it's Teoblith's turn. All right. Teoblith's going to take a five-foot step back into the doorway, and he's going to take his shots at the spellcaster down the hall. Okay. Yep, full attack, deadly aim. That's a 38 to hit on the many shot. That'll hit. Give me the blur before I read out damage and get disappointed. <laughs> I forgot about the blur. Okay. Again, 1 to 20 is a miss. I got a 13. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a uh, natural 1 on the rapid shot. Okay. With a natural one to fucking confirm. Oh my god. Natural one to die. (laughs) (laughs) Never gets old. Fuck me. This is called In the Line of Fire. Your attack hits the nearest ally and is a critical threat. Oh. Sucks for the nearest ally. I must roll to confirm the crit on our genus. And we'll see you next week. Shit. <laughs> On the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Night, our genus. See ya. See ya. See ya. <laughs>